Welcome to Picture It Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cindy. <laughs> this is a podcast devoted to the 1980s classic, The Golden Girls. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. cover Blanche and the Other Man. Oh, Younger Man. It's Younger Man. I wrote down Other Man. <laughs> what? That would be a completely okay. different story. That would be a different story. <laughs> this week, though, we're covering Blanche and the Younger Man, which aired on November 16th, 1985. Still long before our dear Cindy was born. Yes. Uh, and before I started school. So, um, <laughs> let's... Go on to the synopsis. <laughs> Blanche dates an aerobics instructor who is considerably younger than she is. Meanwhile, Rose's mother comes to visit and resents the way her daughter treats her. Ooh. Can't have resentful mothers. Yeah, but we all do, don't we? <laughs> At times, it just sort of depends, I guess. Um, you know, they don't have to be resentful of us, necessarily. Maybe other people. Truth. You know. We have divorce moms. They can be resentful of our dads or whatever. Right. <laughs> I think that's allowed. <laughs> that's definitely allowed. Anyway, so, speaking of divorce mothers, we've got Dorothy, who stops Sophia from stealing food out of the kitchen. Sophia says she's stowing it away because Rose's mother is coming, and she's on a special diet, and those people... You know, pretend like they can't eat anything, and then you turn around and boom, boom, your food is gone. And, uh, you know, so Dorothy's like, no, Alma's not on this. What are you, what are you talking about? And apparently Rose had, had requested a special meal for her on the plane and all this stuff. And, you know, so they're talking about it, and they go into the kitchen, and what does Sophia say? She says... They repeat themselves. They're cranky. They repeat themselves. <laughs> Talking about old, old people. people. Old people on a special <laughs> diet specifically. Not just, Not old, just old people. people. Um, so that was pretty funny. Um, we hear the doorbell. And they go out, and it's not, and we hear the door open or whatever. Right. I guess it's not the doorbell. They're expecting it to be Rose, Rose and her mother. Yeah. Uh, and instead, it's Blanche, like all draped in the doorway, talking to this young guy. Oh, Doug, I had such a great time. And 
he's all like, oh, I'd like to see you again Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, you know. And um, He's all muscular. Yes, and, and so, I don't know how old he was supposed nice to be. He was so probably supposed to be like 25 or something. Right. But of course this is the 80s, so he looked like 35. This is before, this is when everybody did look older, before we got to the 90s where they actually did cast people who were older. <laughs> right. Right. And it's just because everybody looked older with that big hair. It's so true, though. Those clothes, at least shoulder pads and big hair, people looked a lot older, I feel. Because, you know, you go back to those pictures of people in, like, I don't know, Victorian times, and they had the big puffy sleeves and the the old lady hair, and I'm like, how is that lady 19, you know? Right? Yeah. So, anyway, and then you watch some of these period shows, and they look completely different when they're in costume and when they're not. Honestly. And their faces haven't changed. Um, anyway, there's, there's, there's my first digression for the thing. Um, so, you know, Dirk, like, she says to Dirk, oh, are you asking me out or something? Trying to be all coy, whatever. And Sophia enters from the kitchen and it was like, are you deaf? I can hear him from here. <laughs> so, you know, she tells him she'll think about it and all this stuff and he leaves and she'll think about yeah, it, air like, quotes. I'm like, What? Anyway. Come on, Blanche. We know what you're going to say. Of course. So, you know, she sits down on the couch. She's like, they're all like, really? You're going to think about it? Really? And she's like, well, he is just a she's a bit, he is a bit younger than I am or whatever. And, of course, the audience laughs because he's a lot younger than she's supposed to be. And, um, but then we have Rose and her mother come in. We find out her mother's name, well, I guess Dorothy had called her Alma before. I, I uh, might call her mom because that's what I wrote down is her name because it was shorter and I couldn't remember what she said her name was I for couldn't some reason. tell if it was like Irma or Alma. Alma is Alma. her name. Okay. I thought it was Irma for half the episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like... wrote Rose's mom. <laughs> um, so, you know, Rose and Alma come in. Um... Rose is just doting upon her. Just, yes. like, treating her like a toddler. Yeah. Uh, Dor- she steps through the doorway, and Rose is like, Good job, Mom. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and, like, Dorothy comes back in from the kitchen. Like, she'd gone out and comes back in. And Rose is saying, Mother, this is so-and-so. Meet Blanche, you know. And, oh, this is Dorothy. And Dorothy's, Dorothy says, Oh, I can't even go back down. That's not what Dorothy says. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't go back down from my volume there for a second. Like that Saturday Night Live skit. Anyway. Um, anyway. And Dorothy's like. Parks and Rec. <laughs> yes. Forgot about that. And so Dorothy says, oh, it's nice to meet you, Alma. You know. And she gets real close to her face and she's speaking very and, loudly. Yeah. And they're all talking real loud. And then Alma leans over to Rose and she's like, which one of them is hard of hearing? <laughs> because she's not. And Rose is like, oh, we didn't want you to have to strain your ears. And, it's like, and Alma's like, my ears are just fine, yeah, Rose. She's like, what? <laughs> um, anyway, so Rose says, I'll go make you a little snack. I'm sure you're hungry from being on the plane. So Blanche says, well, I'll show you around the house. Let's go out to the lanai and all this stuff. And then Rose freaks out because her mother probably, it's been too much for her being on the plane. She probably needs a nap, so she's going to try to take her to take a nap. And, you know, they're all kind of looking at her like she's crazy and she says she does yeah and she says she doesn't need a nap right and then rose's response is bob hope takes naps which i did not put down bob hope as a reference do you know know who bob Bob hope Hope is is. okay if there's someone out there who does not know who bob hope is bob hope 
was a comedian. He was an actor. If you watch any of the movies called Road to Anything, except for Perdition, those are all him and usually except Bing Crosby. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, the Road movies. They're really great. Like him and, and like Bing Crosby. And Anyway, they're, they're hilarious because they sing and they dance. And they He's sing. like a national icon. Right. He and like he, lifted soldier spirits. Yes. And, he, I don't know if he started like the USO tours, but it was like... That's who I always thought of before, you know, like country artists or right. Katy Perry, whoever does them now. I always associate Bob Hope. Yes. What, what is it, the Vietnam War? Or Vietnam? Oh, he... Is it Korea? He went to Korea and all that, Okay, I think. Like, he... Because he's been... He was around forever. Yeah. He did pass away uh, a few years ago. But um, I think he was, like, 100, maybe? Like, he was pretty old. He was old. He, like, I didn't even... Like I said, I didn't look him up. But he was... He was pretty up there. But um, this is not the first Bob Hope reference. Okay, there's mm-hmm. going to be more Bob Hope references because it's definitely, like, their generation. So, be watching for that. And listening from us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, you know, Rose says, Bob Hope takes naps. And Sophia says, well, if he's... N- <laughs> she, she'll probably rather stay out here unless he's in there taking one now. <laughs> and, um... Ayo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love Sophia with the comebacks. Um, anyway, so then... It, oh, they're just like, oh, jeez. And Rose and Alma leave. And, <laughs> and Blanche, of course, is like, you know what? I think I will go out with Dirk. Like, she's been thinking about that this entire time. Like, she's so self-centered. She's always thinking about herself. Anyway, it's hilarious. It's endearing. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, you know, and she goes off and does whatever. And so, Dorothy and Sophia kind of talk a little bit about how... Oh, no, I forgot. Blanche tells a story then about... uh, Cause she says she'll go out oh. with Dirk, and she says, "Cause he's like, even though he's nearly five years younger than I am." And they're like, "And Dorothy says, what? in what dog years?" Exactly. And <laughs> um, anyway, so then she decides that she uh, has not felt this way about someone since her seventeenth summer, and she was. Working at the drugstore, and she hears this voice say, where are the cuticle scissors, or something, and turns out it was Andy Griffith. Who even talks like that? Yeah. During my 17th summer. I know, it was like, Cindy started giggling, it was awesome. Um, anyway, so, apparently, she should have followed her instincts and gone after Andy Griffith, because... It was Andy Griffith. Anyway. Apparently. And if you don't know who Andy Griffith is, look up the Andy Griffith show... Or Matlock. I kid you not. Because that when was a really was good show school, that he was in. <laughs> when I was in middle school. I don't care about the we Andy had Griffith show. a class. But I did like him as well. Yeah. We had a class where we did nothing but watch the Andy Griffith show. What? I don't know what this class was supposed to be. <laughs> it, I don't know. But everyone had to take this class. And all Weird. we did was watch the Andy Griffith show. We sat in the library and we watched Andy Griffith. And I'm pretty sure we watched all of it throughout the year. Like... Was this when you were still in Nevada, or was this... No! This was when I was in Kentucky! <laughs> I was in seventh grade! Or was oh, okay. It... Oh, it was weird! Because I... <sighs> I was going to say, because it almost seems more normal if you did it here than if you did it there. <laughs> true. True. It was like... What was... It was like a counseling class or something. Like... All right. That's interesting. 
It's the only Andy Griffith memory I have is right. just that middle school class. That's hilarious. Anyway, no, he was good though when he was played an older lawyer in Matlock, and he was good in that. Because um, I didn't care anything about the Andy Griffith show. Anyway, uh, that's when Blanche exits. You know, because after she's in a tizzy thinking about she could have been with Andy <laughs> Griffith or whatever, so she can't pass up Dirk. Um, we describe Blanche a lot as being in a tizzy. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, Anyway, so then Dorothy and Sophia are like, didn't she tell us that story before? And and, uh, Sophia's like, well, yeah, except for the last time it was Woolworths, a pair of toenail clippers, and John Cameron Swayze. (laughs) This I know I need to give a reference to this because I never knew who he was. John Cameron Swayze, although he sounds like he's probably related to Patrick Swayze. Well, he is. But they're like six cousins once removed. Like, I had to look this up. Because I'm like, they have to be, like, related. But they're not closely related. So, to me, that far apart, it doesn't matter. Um, So, they're not related. Go on. Yeah. Anyway, so, (laughs) they're distantly related. (laughs) You know, they're far... They're they're Kevin Bacon degrees. (laughs) I love that game. Um, Anyway, but apparently, he was a news commentator, a spokesperson. A news what? Commentator? Did I say that? What did I say? <laughs> no, you said it right. It just didn't sound like a real word. Comment- oh. No, that's it a real like word. A it news, just doesn't like, sound a, like, like a real like, word. Oh, okay. Like an anchorman kind of guy. Um, the only thing I heard and was par- tater. Oh, tater. And he was, and this is what I thought was great when I looked him up. It also said that he was a game show panelist. Because, you know, cool. in the 70s, everybody was on game shows, you know. Because, like, nowadays, more game shows, it's mostly, it's not like you have where you have Hollywood Squares or, like, Match Game or, like... Is Hollywood Squares still a thing? No, I, I kind of, I, I wish it were. For a while, when it came back, like, Whoopi Goldberg was in the middle square. I remember right, that. I remember that. It seems like it came, it was a little later than that, too. I don't know. Anyway, that is Heads up, listeners, there's going to be a Hollywood Squares reference on the Golden Girls. Probably. There's probably going <laughs> to... Yes, actually, I'm pretty sure there is a Hollywood Squares thing. Anyway, um, no, but, like, it just was amusing, you know, like, that he's a game show panelist, because we just don't have game shows like that anymore. You know, like, what, they have the Hollywood Game Night or whatever, and that's got, you know, like, a celebrity on each side, or, like, this one that's sort of similar to that, that's called Geeks Who Drink, Geeks Who Drink. Yes, and it's on sci-fi. I want to be on that show. I want to be on this show. I want to moderate that show. I don't want to... No. No. Oh. It's... What is his name? Zach. Zachary... What's his name? Zach Levi? Yes, Zachary Levi. I couldn't think of what his name was. I'm like... One of the nerdest people. Uh, anyway, I couldn't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, it, he's the one that moderates it. And then they have one. Nice. They have They have two normal people and one celebrity on each team. And it's great. And I really want to be people. on it. Yeah. Dude, how do you apply? Go apply. Go be I don't know. Show. I totally want to be on it. Anyway. I would buy cable. I would get to cable and watch that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would buy a TV. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Anyway, um... Go back to John Cameron Swayze. That is oh, not yeah. that's that's not the last reference of him either. Oh, really? Yes. So that's kind of amusing. Yeah, it's um, obscure. I don't know how obscure it was in 1985 because they probably would have just come off of him 
having his, you know, years That's of, right. Okay, it's obscure to somebody born in the 90s. Yes. Like, <laughs> to us, his 15 minutes of fame never existed. To them, it was at the end of it. <laughs> I, I get assume. it. I get that, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, um... Um... I can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, okay. Then we go, we're, like, the next day or whatever. Or, I can't tell if it's the next day and Dorothy hasn't gotten out of her pajamas, hasn't gotten out of her pajamas yet, or if it's time for her to go to bed and she's just in her pajamas. It's kind of hard to tell, because she's in her pajamas, like, lounging on the couch. See, I can never, ever tell when somebody's wearing pajamas versus their everyday clothes. Well, I just know that 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 one long piece thing, or what she usually, they have her wearing is pajamas. Even though sometimes it looks like she's wearing, like, silky top and pants pajamas as clothes. She usually wears these long, like, flannel-y, like, dresses, and those are her pajamas. Um, It all blends together for me. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Okay, so... Dorothy's wearing this pair of pajamas that I know her pajamas because the last time I, the next time I see her wear them she's sick or something. So, anyway, but she's laying <laughs> on the couch and she's like making these faces at Blanche because Blanche is like doing this aerobics to like a video apparently, which they totally have a TV by the way. Yeah, because you know they move the TV out of the way when it's convenient you know, when for not have it. Yeah, right. and um, so she's doing all these weird exercises and <laughs> and oh Dorothy gosh. goes, I don't. Know, she goes, I don't get in that position unless I'm giving birth. <laughs> Which is great. And then she, you know, finishes whatever she's doing and and uh, and sits up and, and Dorothy's, like, talking to her about Dirk. And she's just like, oh, he's just wonderful. And she's taking all these vitamins and stuff. And Dorothy's asking her about him. And, of course, it's, they pick all the, like, grossest sounding things, like the fish oil and all that stuff. And people take that stuff all the time. Yeah, so, bumblebees. Something. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> bee pollen that's or something. It. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I feel like that would make you sick. Uh, I know. Uh, no wonder I'm so congested because you're talking about <laughs> bee pollen. I was thinking about allergies. Anyway, um, but she, like, she's just not stopping. So then she jumps up. Blanche, that is. Blanche jumps up. Uh, Rose comes through the door and Blanche runs out the door. Like, she doesn't even have to open the, you know, she just runs out. And as she's running out, Rose says, oh, you look great, Blanche. And shuts the door and she goes, Blanche looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Because uh, Rose is coming home early from work or whatever because she wanted to hang out with her mom. You know, and Dorothy was talking to her about that. Um, and they also talked a little bit about Blanche, about how she's um, not eating anything but bee pollen. <laughs> and I love Being it. all weird over Yeah, because, because of this Dirk guy. Nice arms and Dirk, I Rose call yeah. Rose goes, it's so strange because the bees look so good or something. Yeah. I'm like, what? And Blanche looks so terrible. Yes. And I'm like, what? The be- what? The bees look good? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a double rainbow moment. What does it mean? What does it mean? Okay. Um, double rainbow. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, like, digressing a lot today. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Um, Rose is worried about her mom because apparently Sophia's taking her out to the racetrack. To the tracks. And I never thought about it till just now that most, that probably isn't normal for a lot. 
lot of places. Because I don't know how many places actually had racetracks in the 80s. But I know Florida always did, but Kentucky always did. And some states still don't, (laughs) you know? Like, and I never really thought about that because it was totally normal to me because I've been to lots of racetracks. (laughs) And it just kind of hit me and I'm like, I know there are a lot more racetracks now and like casinos own them and stuff, but pretty sure there weren't a whole, there weren't as many whenever I was, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's still weird to me and I grew up in Nevada. Yeah. I don't know if they really... We even had racetracks in Nevada. It was all slot machines and poker tables. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and while you were there, it's all, like, bright lights and blue man group and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Honestly, though. For real. Penn and Teller. Yes. Ah, uh, anyway. You and... grew up knowing, knowing, knowing more names of, like, magicians and Las right. Vegas stars than anything else. Oh, can I digress for a second about a magician? Um... <laughs> And then, of course, I forget his name. The guy's from here. Shoot. I can't. Because he's from the 80s, and now I can't remember his name. Well, he's not from the 80s. He was after David Copperfield. He's um, Lance Burton. I knew I would remember his name. Sounds familiar. So, he has a whole thing there. And um, there is a place near here that's reopened that was called Guntown Mountain, where you'd go up in the mountain, and you'd had like there was like an old west town and there was like a ski lift and all kinds of fun stuff and he used to work there with a girl that I worked with and he kept asking her out and she finally went out with him once and she was like he was a jerk and we were like well maybe you should have just went with him if he liked you so much because he's rich now <laughs> anyway but he had like tv shows and stuff on like you know David Copperfield would have tv shows on and then Lance Burton had tv shows on oh. so he was you know around the time you were born moderately famous and now he lives in Las Vegas and has his own thing. And that has nothing to do with the Golden Girls. <laughs> we were talking about racetracks and then magicians. But it just has <laughs> to do with Kentucky and Nevada. And there we go. Interesting anyway. life perspectives from both of us. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Random. Um, racetracks. Racetracks. Go. Yes, because I, <laughs> I went to a lot and I never thought about, and I actually never thought about them being in Florida until I saw... This is weird. Until I saw that movie where Johnny Depp was a gangster. What was that? Where that he doesn't was... narrow it down much. No, he was... Is it recent? Yeah, well, the one where he was the guy... Um, the one, like, one of the 20s gangsters, and I can't even think of his name. See, I'm terrible oh, thinking of people's names uh, now. Dillinger? Yes, he was Dillinger. So, when, what was that later? 30s, 40s, anyway. Yeah. He, but um, then he would go about. to the racetrack in Florida. But he'd also, cut, like, come here or whatever. Kind so, of and I'm, I'm just assuming they mean over the place. horse races. Yes. Not dog. Yes. Uh, but I do think in the first one, in the first episode, it was Coco, Coco and, and Sophia went to a dog race. Yeah. Um, but they were taught, they do mention horses later. Okay. Uh, because Dorothy is like, you just need to calm down. They're just betting on the horses. They're not riding them. She says that right, to, right, to, to right. Rose. And, you know, and Rose is like, but my mother's not like your mother. She's she's just not like, you know, kind of thing. Trying to, I think she's trying to figure out a nice way to say that <laughs> she's not like Sophia. But it's like, she really is like Sophia, we find out. Because yeah, she likes to have fun. badass old ladies. Yeah. They <laughs> like to have fun and, you know, go off and everywhere and, and gamble. Because we find out when they come in that Alma's won $400 at the racetrack. And, um, and 
Sophia's lost $50. And, of course, it's Dorothy's money. (laughs) Uh, uh, Dorothy is going in the living room because she knows that Alma is probably going to get a talking to from Rose. Because you can already tell it's coming, by the way. Rose is talking to her. And so, Sophia's like, kind of like, I don't need to go anywhere kind of thing. And she's like, "Uh, I'll be in the living room if you want to tell me where you got that $50 from. (laughs) And she goes in there with her. And, of course, you know... Rose is telling her mom, oh, you can't do that kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. And Lecturing her own mother like yeah. her mother's a teenager and Rose is right, the mom. Right, right. And anyway, um, she's like, oh, you, uh, do you, do you want to be in the hospital? Do you want to get hurt again? Remember when you broke your leg and, or broke your hip, hip. is what she says. Remember when you broke your hip and you got in the hospital? Was that fun? Do you want to be there? And she says, Rosie. I broke my hip ice skating, and being in the hospital was more fun than being here with you, which sounds exactly like a teenager. Yep. So it's great. She's being treated like a teenager, so now she's acting like one. Good. Um, Oh, I did miss before, right before Sophia goes out to the living room with Dorothy, um, uh, Alma tells her that she, that they should go shopping with the money and she'll buy her some bikini underwear, and (laughs) and (laughs) Sophia's like, nah, it rides up on me. (laughs) So that was amusing. Um, thongs weren't weren't around then, so that would have been even funnier, I'm sure. Oh my <laughs> <Even> God. <then. laughs> anyway, so later on, you see Dorothy and Rose in the living room, and Rose is like pacing around and keeps looking out the door because she let her mother leave with Sophia to go shopping. I don't know if they went to go get the underwear or what, but you know. <laughs> They went to the mall, and, you know, you hear the door, and she turned around, and there's Sophia. She comes through the door, and Rose is like, I'm so glad you're home, and she steps through the doorway outside, thinking her mother is right behind Sophia. Excuse me. And she's not. And then she's freaking out. And, you know, like, I can't believe you let her be alone in this town, and all this stuff, and and Sophia's all (laughs) like, uh, she's got... A bus map, $400, and a Spanish to English dictionary. You know, she's going to be fine. Um, and she also says that Alma wanted to pay, play High Lie. And Dorothy asked her why she didn't play. She, if she, Or maybe was it Rose? Was it Rose asked her why she didn't want to play High Lie? And she says she's too short. And you said you know about Highlight. The because... only reason I even know what Highlight is is because I watched Mad Men. There's this whole big, then like... I'll let you explain it. Um, oh, it's not, I like, that everything. big thing. They had a client in Mad Men who was, like, convinced Highlight was going to be the next big thing. He said it was going to be bigger than baseball. And all the, you know, their advertising firm is like, I don't know. <laughs> but it was an expensive account who's going to bring in lots of money. So they're like, okay, Highlight. Mm-hmm. And then John Hamm takes the Highlight, like, the thing, the that throws the ball. Yeah. And he, it's like a scoopy thing. Yeah, he takes the yeah. scoopy thing and he throws it and he like breaks an ant farm. Oh no. Oh no. It's one of my favorite Mad Men moments. And John Hamm, he's just like, whatever. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, that's why I know what highlight is. Okay. Because I watch way too much TV. Yeah, that's funny. Um. Anyway, yeah, so it's funny because Sophia says she's too short to play highlight and you know, 
I mean, I guess maybe she is. It would be a difficult sport no matter how tall That's kind of what are. I think. That's what I think. Anyway, um, uh, I don't really know a whole lot about it. You have, like, do they talk about it a lot? Do they have, like, bases and stuff? Because I know you, like, sling the ball with a macaroni shape. <laughs> I'm just guessing <laughs> it's some form of baseball ish yeah yeah cuz i think you have to catch it with that too it seems yeah. like we had some of everyone those. has one in of the gym things. class you know we had those and we never played it but we had them whenever we'd have like free time yeah and people were like oh you know trying to sc- scoop out the balls and catch them themselves or whatever right. i think we played like hockey with them Ah, yes. Okay. It was a weird <laughs> elementary school gym class. You're sitting on those stupid scooters and running over fingers. And... <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> of course. Anyway. All right, so back to Alma. Uh, Rose is freaking out because she's not home and she doesn't know where she is and blah, blah, blah. Conveniently, the phone rings and it's the police. And they're like, we can only assume they're like, is Rose not on there? And Rose is like, yes, this is she. And then they say, do you know Alma Lindstrom or whatever? And she says, oh, she's my mother. You know, and so then she freaks out because she's got to go pick up her her mom at the police department because she says, uh, she says, oh, well, they found my vibrant mother walking around disoriented and lost, you know. Vital, active and vital is what Dorothea called her. And then she says, Well, my active vital mother was found lost and disoriented roaming the streets. So there. <laughs> you know, so she thinks she's so right for treating her mother the way she had. And she exits. Um, so, you know, Dorothy is like, You know, I hope Alma's okay. And Sophia's like, Come on, she's a tough broad. She'll be fine. Which, well, so far, what we've seen of her, she seems to be. More like Sophia. And they're supposed to be the same age. So, you know. She's an active older woman. Yeah, you know. She can can probably handle herself. Um, So, Blanche comes in. And she's standing, like, in the hallway doorway. And she's just all like, Oh, being with Dirk has just made me feel ten years younger. My body (laughs) is... It's tight and it's taut. That's what she says. My body is taut and my gears are grinding and all this stuff. And I wish you guys like, could see the faces oh Brooke God, is making it's right hilarious. now. Yes. And Dorothy's all like, it doesn't matter how your body feels or how your gears are grinding. You are still your age, lady. You know? And uh, and they're all, and they're kind of like, you haven't actually been out with him yet. You know? It's like, you've gone to a couple of aerobics classes and he brought you home one day, and you agreed to go out with him, and you haven't been out with him. What? <laughs> Blanche is just so excited. Can you blame her? Have you seen Dirk's arms? <laughs> Can you blame her? <laughs> I'm surprised Cindy has even stopped saying Dirk and isn't just calling him arms by now. <laughs> nice arms Dirk. That's what I wrote in my notes. He's nice arms Dirk. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So this is the night of their of their uh, their first date and this dress that she's wearing and all that. Um, anyway, and she says she says that you know she feels all this greatness and how great she feels and everything having him around. And Dorothy was telling her, you know, it doesn't matter. She's still her age. And so Sophia says, "Well, gravity's going to get you anyway." She said, <laughs> "I used to be." Tall and blonde and with a butt, butt like granite or something. Yeah. And, you know, we know that she is tiny. Um, 
Um, and Italian. And Italian, yeah. <laughs> For, I don't know how come she described herself like she was some sort of Swedish bikini model, yeah. but she did. I uh, mean, <laughs> we don't know her whole past. It should could have been, yes. Um, so Blanche is... Okay, still has not gone out on the date, and she says if she can marry, if she marries him, if she marries him, she hasn't even gone on the date. Ah, and then if she marries him, ah, she's like, I could, I could be young. She can, he could keep me young for twenty more years or something like that. <laughs> and so she, I'm gonna and, live forever. Yeah, she opens the door, and he's like, Oh, you're very beautiful today, or something like that. And she tells him to go wait out in the van, and then he says that to her. And then she says that. Oh. And she closes the door behind her. She goes, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> and Dorothy says, not outside of an institution. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, which is great. I love it. So then we cut to the kitchen. Uh, it's the same day. They're wearing the same clothes. We were having a moment where we couldn't remember... If they changed clothes, if it was the same day or not, because mm, all of this lapse or something. is running together. <laughs> and it was the first one we'd watched today, so it's, <laughs> that's not a good sign for the other 180 of these we're going to do. <laughs> oh, really? That many? Um, no, I don't. It was, there are a lot. Anyway. Awesome. <laughs> and here we are on here's, nine. Here's my digression as I go to find how many there are. This page goes up. 180, but some of them are two-parters, so there won't be that many. Okay. Nice. Because we'll do the two-parters together, everyone. Because it'll be easier. Look forward to those double-length episodes. Oh. Or not. Or not. (laughs) Or roll your eyes and give us an exasperated sigh. You know, whatever. Are you... If you're still listening at this point, thank you. Emily. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, anyway, okay. So, Sophia's standing there by the sink. Dorothy's under the sink. She's fixing the sink, and she's talking about how yeah. it's the only quiet time that she's had because Rose and her mother are bickering, or Rose is, you know, treating her mother like a kid and all this stuff, you know, and she's glad that no one's around because it's quiet. And, um... So then, Rose and her mom come in from the police station, and they're fighting, and so Dorothy and Sophia are kind of like, you know, (laughs) like, maybe we should, you know, and Rose, you know, it's, it's... it's like, it's like she go she treats her mother like she's various ages. Because then she's acting like she's like a little, like, child. She's like, maybe you should sleep on, go to bed, and we'll talk about it in the morning or something. And Alma's like, I ain't gonna be here in the morning, bitch. I'm leaving. <laughs> she doesn't say it like that. But she does say that she's she leaving. She plays it like that. Because her whole, whole thing is, she was going to Houston. She's gonna go to Houston to see... Um, Rose's, Rose's brother, and but she wanted to see Rose too, so she came there to Miami first. Which either way to see to do that, it seems way out of the way. But you know, I guess if you're blind, buying one plane ticket and you're gonna have to stop somewhere, right? But I would think from Minnesota to Miami, she would have had to make at least one stop anyway, and it could have been Houston. Um, <laughs> but I don't know how planes worked in the eighties. They could have rained on magic. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe Rose's brother had, you know, a conflict that week. Right, exactly. Or magic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So she's like, I'm leaving for Houston early. And it's like the magic of the 80s and time before 9-11 where she probably could have just gone in there and be like, I need my plane ticket today instead of tomorrow. And then been able to get it and not a big deal. And not have had to take her shoes off. Right. And I'm like, this is, it's just a magical time that I never got to visit. (laughs) Yeah. And like... Anytime you see them going anywhere, they still kind of dress up to go. Like, if they're saying they're going to go on a plane, they dress up. Or when we actually see them on a plane in another episode, they're dressed up like they used to do back in the 40s and the 50s. And, you know, now people wear yoga pants. Yeah. Have you worn yoga pants? (laughs) (laughs) They're comfy as hell. I know, but people (laughs) don't treat traveling like like a fancy thing anymore. This is true. Um... Yeah, they don't care. Anyway, and I say that, and I wear, like, a t-shirt and jeans every day. But, <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, Alma is, like, pissed off, and she wants to leave because Rose is treating her like but a kid. But can you blame her? Right, Bye, yeah. Felicia. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, um, so, she's like, I'm going to pack, and she runs off, and... And Sophia's like, I'm going to help a pack. I'm going to see if I can get my $50 back or, or $40 back or whatever. So, her $50? I don't know. 50. Win, no. See if she can win some of that $400. Mm-hmm. That's what she says this time. That's right. Then we find out that she owes her $40 because they've only been in the room a couple minutes. <laughs> Long enough. They were in the room in, I think that, I think she's staying in Rose's room. They were in, because that's what it looks like. They were in Rose's room just long enough for Dorothy to sit Rose on the couch and tell her, listen, you're treating your mom like a kid. You need to stop. And she says, you remember when we were teenagers? What did we want most once, mo- want most from our mothers? Training bra? Yes. And that's says what Rose. Rose says. And I laughed because this is too much information, but I needed one before I was a teenager. So, of course, I laughed a lot. Because uh, to me, that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> Anyway, and Dorothy's like, no, we wanted we wanted our independence. We want to be treated as adults. And that's how she feels now because she is an adult. You know, she she it takes her like two or three minutes to tell her this speech and to to get Rose to change her mind and realize what she's done. And she goes into her room to talk to her mom and Sophia already owes Alma forty dollars <laughs> for playing cards. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, how much is she betting? And what are they playing? <laughs> right? They just had, like, one card in their hand each. They're playing, like... Who has the higher card? Yes. What is it? Anyway. Oh, Probably some yeah. BS gambling game that Sophia made up. And and yeah, and she keeps her. losing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Sophia, like... the the You know, Sophia's gonna leave, and she's like... Well, if I'm leaving, you know, if I'm leaving, I don't owe you the $40. And Alma's like, all right. Because she says it's house rules or something. She's Mm -hmm. like, all right, that's fine. She really doesn't care, you know. She seems like she'll take the money if Sophia's going to give her the money and she'll bug her about it. But she's not going to actually, like, break her knees for it or something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's from St. Olaf. I mean. Yeah, you know. Tough bitches down there. Yeah, I mean, I guess she was raised from Vikings. I guess that <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Watch your back, Sophia. Oh, yikes. <laughs> We're going to have an Italian versus 
Viking. Yes, rivalry. this is a showdown that I need. <laughs> oh my gosh, do you remember? What was no. it? It was Claymation it was on MTV. <laughs> Celebrity Deathmatch! That's what it is. Oh. Can we get, was there ever an episode with the Golden Girls? Because I feel I like there should have been know. if there wasn't. there could have been because they brought it back, but I don't think it was actual Claymation. I think they did like CG Claymation or something. Well, that's know, But lazy. they did bring it back. They did bring it back for what, we might have to look that up. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so, Rose is like, alright, I know I've been driving you crazy, but I, it's because I love you, and, no. you know, and... That's where the episode gets real sweet, y'all. Yes, but, and, you know, it's like, people do this kind of crap all the time. They don't realize that they're being mm. annoying when they're trying, when they mean well. Because, right. you know, it's when people go, oh, but she means well. Yeah, I know somebody like that that I'm not going to go into. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about it later. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but... Yeah, like, Rose meant well, and that's what she was trying to tell her, because she says she lost her dad, and she lost her husband, and she didn't, yeah, and it's sad, but she didn't deal with it properly, because her husband's been dead, like, ten years now, and her dad's been dead a lot longer than that, and she's all like, I just, I just didn't want to lose you, too, and it's like, uh, you should be cherishing all these moments you have together instead of, like, nagging her about stuff and making her, like, and grounding her, basically. Yeah, basically. You know? Because... Anyway, so they have a nice little heart-to-heart, and and they reconcile, and that's good. Um, so then it, it cuts back to Dorothy and Sophia in the kitchen. Um, they're setting the table, and... It's these dishes that Sophia gave Dorothy for her wedding, and, you know, she's like, Dorothy's like, be careful with those, you know, those are, those are nice dishes or whatever, and Sophia's like, I know, I carried them back from Sicily on my own or something, (laughs) and I'm like, did she already have them? Were they her dishes? And then she gave them to Dorothy when she got married, because... I need a backstory on the dishes, I know, I do too, I mean, because... Cindy can attest to this. I have my great-grandmother's dishes in my cabinet. It's like, my mom gave them to me. Well, not when I got married and not when I moved out. But somewhere (laughs) in between. Like, for Christmas one year. Because I always said I wanted them. Um, No. Because they're Fiesta dishes. But she thinks that they're fake Fiesta dishes. And I'm like, (laughs) at the time that my great-grandmother bought them, A, there weren't fake ones. And B, they didn't put stamps on on them the first few years that they were made. They didn't put those, like, the actual Fiesta stamps. Those are the pretty stuff. ones you have? Yeah, yeah. They are very pretty. Uh, but you can't eat off them. They have lead in them. <laughs> oh. Good times. Good times. <laughs> they have lead paint. Um, even though they've been eaten off of a lot. Um, <laughs> probably better. So they're Safe in, than sorry. So they're in our china cabinet, because my husband thought he needed to buy a china cabinet when he was 26. So we still have it. Yeah, so anyway, whatever. It's weird. He is weird. <laughs> but in the good way. He's always been an old man, <laughs> and now he really is one. 26, and he wanted a china cabinet. Yeah, he bought a house, and he had to have one. Well, I don't know, whatever. At 26. I mean, yeah. okay, whatever. Okay, maybe he was 27. 27. He was in his 20s, and he's He was like... still in his 20s. He wasn't as old as I am now, so. That's awesome, though. Whatever. Um. Anyway, so... We go back, um... Yes. Or, you know, 
Sophia is the Sophia and Dorothy have their own little moment here because so Sophia's all like, you know, with Alma here, I realize you always treat me like a person, you know, like an adult and all this stuff, and and it's and it's really nice and it's kind of sweet and you know she likes that she's not treated like an old lady and so Dorothy of course is kind of choked up and she's like, oh, Ma, I don't know what to say. And then Sophia, Sophia has to ruin it. Always has to ruin it. <laughs> says, "Say I don't have to owe you the fifty dollars." <laughs> so you know it's like, ah. Anyway, and Dorothy's like, "Oh, whatever." <laughs> I love yeah. you, Ma. Right. So then we cut to Blanche and Dirk in this uh, fancy question mark restaurant. I don't know. It's just a restaurant, but it didn't seem like super fancy to me. But It looks like a soundstage with tables to Basically, me. Basically, yeah. Like, it seemed <laughs> worse. But I guess because this is the first season, it seemed worse than some of their yeah. other. Even though later on, like, they use all, reuse the same sets, but at least they look a little bit. Yeah. The only reason you can tell it's a fancy restaurant is because the waiter in the uniform. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's all like, oh, I love this place. It's got such nice atmosphere. And fo- oh, no. It's got great food or something. And then, oh, this is something I didn't look up. And then Dirk's like, oh, I'm into macrobiotics myself, which was like a, you know, like a fad, eating fad. Then, like, um, I don't know, like in recent years, they people do paleo diets or mm. they do or they do Atkins diets or whatever. You know mm. what I mean? Like, so the stuff, sometimes it works for people and sometimes it doesn't, but it becomes right. a fad. You know what I mean? So... Not knocking it, I'm not, I don't know the full entail of it, but I didn't want to look it up because I forgot. Because I was busy eating, okay? I pulled back the curtain and now you know I was eating and I wasn't doing my homework. (laughs) We had lunch, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Forgive us. (laughs) Which is great because when I was on the the pop culture leftovers, I was like, I gotta eat, you guys. (laughs) I still haven't listened to that. Because they were like, do you want to stay around? I'm like, I gotta eat. I'm like, I don't know. It's dinner time. It's like and a three hour long episode. made fun of me. Yeah. And my bit was an hour. And God. Brooke's my best friend, but I haven't listened to this podcast okay. that she's on yet. It's on my to- listen list. That's okay. I couldn't find them on iTunes. Are they on iTunes? Yes, they're on iTunes. Okay. I didn't look hard enough, apparently. And then just the bit with just me. The bit with just me is on our feed. So Sweet. Okay. Last week, since I dropped the ball and didn't... Set one in front on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, so, so you know, Dirk's like, oh, you know, I like this other kind of food that they don't have. I don't know why they went to, like, this French restaurant. And he got a freaking salad. Yeah, they went to, like, this French restaurant, and, but he's not into that kind of stuff. I don't know. Anyway, but he got, like, a watercress salad, but she wanted... She said she wanted duck, duck a l'orange. And yeah, escargot and then like a salad with blue cheese. And of course, I have to say that because I love blue cheese dressing mm. on my salads. And I'm always excited when someone else does, even when they're fictional. Me too. <laughs> yes. Blue and, cheese club. Yes. Um, so I always get excited when someone comes into our work and wants blue cheese crumbles on their crepes we make. So, because that's what we do. Oh yeah, we make crepes. <laughs> We're crepe makers. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, then, you know, she orders all this food, and then he's like, oh, I'll just have the watercress salad. With two lemon wedges. Yes, lemon wedges. Oh, mm. And I'm like, That's oh. what he sounds like now. It's like, yeah, he went from, like, nice arms, nice jerk, arms jerk, to, to nice arms jerk. Yes! 
<laughs> not quite yet. He hasn't gotten not that yet. far yet. Yeah, um, not yet. Uh, now he's wimpy salad dirt. It's what he is. Wimpy um, salad dirt. I would think that he would want. I mean, you'd think he'd be more into like protein. Right. That's what I. I, I don't like. Know. You see a dude with those arms, and you think of those protein shakes. Like I don't know if you get a lot of protein from macrobiotics, and maybe we should look this up. We're looking but, it up right now. <clears throat> anyway, so they're talking about. They're talking about you know, life chit chatting. She asked what he did before he was an aerobics instructor, and he says he used to work in a museum. And she said, oh, me too. Yeah, and I think that they've talked about before in previous episodes that she works at a museum, and I believe that's the only place that Blanche works the entire run of the series, is the museum. We do see the museum later on. We see hmm. her at work and that kind of what stuff later on. What does she do on. at the museum? Um, I think she's like... A, a secretary, mm. like, in the 80s, but, you know, like, an, an administrative assistant kind of person now. Okay. Um, anyway, and... One of my favorite things, when he says, oh, I love working at the museum. I love lifting the artwork. Yeah, he, And you like, see Blanche's loaded, face fall. Well, like, he, like, loaded and loaded... Yeah, because he loaded and unloaded trucks and stuff, but then, but when he says this, he lifts up the table. Did you not notice? Yeah, he lifted up... The table? I wrote it in my notes. Yes. He lifted the table up. And it's hilarious. Um, oh, okay. So, apparently, macrobiotics, you eat grains as a staple food, supplemented with other foods, just mm, local vegetables, quinoa. and avoiding the use of highly processed or refined foods and most animal products, which that's kind of what I was thinking about, like the processed and refined foods. But animal products, so where, like, where is he going to get his protein from? I don't know how big tofu or anything was. That, you know what I mean? Ah, no, I think it was pretty big in the 80s. Beans. Have yeah, of, some sort of beans. That's where I get my protein. That's a good point. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, I can't imagine anything like that was in a watercress salad. <laughs> right? Or the lemon wedges. Mm. Uh, anyway. Dirk. I don't know. Apparently, it's a helpful diet for people with cancer. Oh. Dirk, you okay, bro? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Um. <laughs> anyway, um. So you know, they're still chit chatting and stuff, and then he's all like, "You know, Blanche, I love the way you look. I love the way you smell. I love the way you talk. I love everything about you. You remind me of my mother." Oh. She has uh, a knife in her heart, and you're just like, poor thing, you know, because... Dirk, that hurt me. Right, and it's like, okay, Well, you hurt Blanche, you hurt me. Just because, just because she's shallow and, you know, self-centered and all that, and she thinks that she's a lot younger than she is, doesn't mean she's not a nice person. Yeah. And that she doesn't have feelings. I admire her confidence and how much yes, she loves exactly. herself. Yes, exactly. And... I do, too. And, um... Yeah, like I even wrote a whole thing about how I I appreciate her confidence and that she doesn't let other people tell her what she should be yeah. and that even if she wants to sleep with all these guys, that's her prerogative and she's always careful and she, you know what I mean? Right. And that they, people can call her whatever they want. She knows what who and what she is. Yeah. And that I admire that so much, um, even though she's a fictional character. Um, Blanche is a good role model. I think so. Even though a lot of people wouldn't think so. But it's like, it's more of to be who you are. She though, yeah. To be yourself and to be unapologetic about it. 
Well, this got deep. I know, it did. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. Anyway, so, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, I just, it reminds me of being at home and all this stuff when I'm around you and all this kind of thing. And then she's like, wait up, <laughs> you know. And so she tells him to, to uh, oh, because she had ordered a salad. I left this out. She ordered the same salad he did after he ordered it because, you know, she wants to impress him and all this crap. And she canceled what she wanted. And she goes, she's like, waiter, cancel the watercress and bring me, the orange duck and a double Jack Daniels on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and even though she's, and granted, like I've said, and I will keep saying, this show has some weird continuity issues about things, but even people who are confident with who they are and what they are, sometimes they slip into this sort of thing where they want, you know what I mean? Because she felt so good being around him. Right. That she wanted to keep him around. So then she ordered the same thing he did or whatever. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But she went back to being who she is, so whatever. Right. So that was good. Um, (laughs) And digress. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so... It cuts to uh, our mothers playing cards. Uh, you've got Alma, you know, and, and Sophia with the pretzel sticks using them as their chips. Like chips or, or whatever. Chips or whatever. And, um, of course, Sophia loses again. <laughs> and Alma's like, you know, oh, that'll be $50 or whatever she says, you know. that She counts up the pretzel, the pretzels that's... You know, 57 pretzels, so it'll be $57 or whatever. And Sophia's like, and crunches them up. She's like, now you got pretzel dust, <laughs> which is great. And, uh, <laughs> Way to throw a tantrum, Sophia. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't even write that part down. I totally remembered that because I love that part. <laughs> anyway, um, $30. I, wrote, I did write down how much she owed at $30. Um, These numbers are so important. It is. It is. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, I can't read my own handwriting. Dorothy was telling Sophia not to throw a fit and just to pay her, and Sophia's like, fine, I'll pay her. You pay her. Yeah, yeah, you know, she's like, you gotta give me the money. And, uh, so then, and then they're all starting to talk about Blanche, how they're worried because she's not back yet. Which is weird, but I guess because they're they were, if, you know, the first thing they say is they're worried because she's not back yet, you know. Mm-hmm. So that seems weird because usually she'll be gone, whoever, however long, whatever. Right. But then you kind of realize it's because they're like, you know, because she's dating this younger guy. We don't know what's going to happen, and you know, she's probably expecting too much out of it. Basically. Right. They and, just want her to be okay. Yeah, and so then it's kind of like, did something happen? And now she's like off crying somewhere you know that's sort of the implications like you think about it it's like oh well you know um and so they start talking about how they dated younger men and dorothy's like i mean i did it once (laughs) and rose rose is like you rose is so offended by this she thinks it's a bad idea (laughs) when you say what dorothy says because i'm laughing too hard oh Oh, <laughs> um, so Dorothy says, you know, she dated a younger man once, and Rose is like, you did? Yes. And Dorothy just looks at Rose and goes, 
Yes, Rose, of course. It was before I had a hump on my back. <laughs> and what's funny is there's not, there's more, there are other references to, like, Hunchback later. But, um, anyway. <sighs> so, and then, you know, they're like, oh, yeah. And, um, Alma's like, yeah, you know, the years I had with Ben were the greatest of my life or something. And then you, like... I like. I wish we had like the Scooby Doo like oh kind of thing because that was totally like Rose like what, yeah. and, and then she's like you mother you know it was, and so then face. she starts explaining this guy he was in prison and blah 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 and he she came, took him in as a farm hand yeah and all this stuff and farm boy and you I know wish. and and Rose is all oh gosh and Rose is all like a drifter an ex con you know. And, and then, Rose's mom starts describing about how he moved well, in. She kind of, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, kind of getting mad because Rose is, like, getting on to her. And then Rose is like, oh, well, if he made you happy. <laughs> and so then Alvin goes on to tell the story of how, like, he moved, like, they loved yeah. being around each other and then they moved in and blah, blah, blah and all this Get stuff. Get it, girl. And that they lived together for three years. And granted, Rose's dad was dead and she was married and her brothers and sisters were all married with their kids but how did she not know for three years right three years right anyway sorry i'm just like i can't i can't even (laughs) can't even uh we're all basic i can't even i want to know what other secrets rose's mom might right exactly if she kept three years of her life from her daughter like how like what happened like rose would call and like not visit her and so she just didn't know, so she'd call her and talk to her and not, you know. Yeah. She'd never say see. anything. Can we get a spinoff? Just Rose's mom? <laughs> just uh, the say no love story. Alma, Alma and Ben. Yeah, I'd watch three. that. <laughs> three years of love. <laughs> I don't know. Subtitle. Can we get a TV movie? Yes. Lifetime, come on. Yes. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, she talked about him and... And, um, Sophia's like, did he teach you how to gamble? (laughs) And Alma goes, he taught me how to play cards, and he taught me how to make a gun out of a piece of soap. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, that's great. And, like, they go off and... New besties. Yeah, like, they're, and, 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 you know. Definitely (laughs) besties. And it's funny, because Rose was like, I guess he sounds nice for a drifting ex car <laughs> um anyway so you know they they go on and they 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 do their thing and, and and go off into the living room you know talking about they're playing their cards and losing the money and all that kind of stuff and and Rose says to Dorothy, do you think our kids will want us around when we're their age? And Dorothy says, are you kidding? Our kids don't want us around now. (laughs) (laughs) Which reminds me of my friend and her mother. Her mother is hilarious and always writes really funny things on Facebook. Uh, She has the greatest stories and punniest jokes you'll ever see. (laughs) And, um... They always talk about, they, uh, her and her sister always fight about which one of them will have to take her when she's old and senile. And um, then they say that it's just that they're going to figure out who's going to put her in a home or whatever. Oh. But, you know, it's just, it's all jokes. Right, right, right. Um, 
my mom always joked about getting an RV and, like, living with each of her children. No. <laughs> just throughout the year, just park her RV in somebody's driveway. Yeah, um... Mom, get on it. Come my, on. My sister-in-law's mother, mother-in-law... I know that sounds, like, deep there. Your sister-in-law's <clears throat> mother-in-law. Yeah. my Well, my brother-in-law's... I guess he's tex- technically is my brother-in-law. His mother and stepfather do that. Like, they travel the country in their little RV mm. or whatever, and they have a house. But then they'll come, come and visit him. I think he might be an only child. And they'll come and they'll stay there with them, and then they'll go off and they'll travel around. They'll come back, and they always like to show up on holidays and... That's kind of rough because we have such a tiny family, and then you add two more people, and it's like, because there's only there's four kids, but there's only three grandkids and two spouses, so it's not like yeah. you know what I mean. Right. So there's not a whole lot of people compared to like my family. <laughs> like there are many people in our entire get-togethers, as there was like grandkids on one side that had the small amount of grandkids. And, wow, you know. We had, like, what, like, eight or whatever. And then the other side, we had, like, 12 or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know. And they all have kids now, so there's lots of great guarantees. I can't even keep track anymore. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, digress, of course. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 how did I miss this? No, one of the things, before Blanche wants her regular food back, they're talk- They're having small talks. She's like, read any good books lately? Oh. And he goes, oh, pumping iron. And, and you know, and everybody kind of laughs. And I think it's funny because I know that it's about, you know, weightlifting or whatever. And it has something to do with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I looked it up and I didn't realize that he didn't write it. He's just in it. And the fact that it's mostly a picture book. <laughs> it's like photo essays. Says a lot about Dirk. Yeah. So, you know, of course there's like. This guy wrote it, and then this other guy took the picture, so there's some writing, and he had to, like, put it together and all that. But, yeah, that, like, as an adult now, that makes it even funnier now that I know that I, since I use the internet to look it up. (laughs) But that will, that, since that was an indirect uh, reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger, there is an actual direct reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger and authors later on. I know everybody's Soup's excited to learn about this. Soup's excited. <laughs> I don't know why I brought Superman into this, but <laughs> which is the only reason why I would ever say Soup's is Superman, but not for like super. But I did totes, totes. Yeah, because I was gonna say totes, and that's not the word that came out. Um, Obvi. <laughs> please make it stop. Pulls. Can we please stop? Pulls. Oh God. No. Anyway, so I just thought it was great. Um, BTW. About pumping iron. Oh, but if you don't know anything about pumping iron, it like this book. It had all these weightlifter, you know, these bodybuilder guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of them. I didn't know who any of the other guys were, but when they made the movie, yes, if you did not know, there's a movie. There's a movie, and they did it about Mister Universe and Mister World or whatever they had um, <laughs> competitions, and it was. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno, like, battling it out to see who was going to be better, basically. And if you don't know who Lou Ferrigno is, he was the original Hulk. Hulk smash. Yes. So, and he still does work with them, like, for, like, now. Even with the Marvel stuff now. Which I with have the no Hulk. idea. Yeah. 
So totally just some cool. of the work stuff, some of the voice stuff, and so, like the original, like in the other Hulk movies, like the stuff was like based on his Hulk kind of thing. That's so, cool. Uh, some of the is Lou Ferrigno. Is he the one with the bad makeup and just yeah. the regular looking dude, only green? Well, he was a big well, guy. Yeah. He was bigger than Bill right. Bixby, who was who was you know Banner, but he wasn't Bruce Banner. He was the dad's name. Whenever Bruce has ever talked about his dad. Anyway, he had a different first name. Cool? Yeah. And all of a sudden I can't remember what his first name was. Ah, I failed. Like, I don't know where my geek card is gone. I've lost it, apparently. (laughs) If you've lost it, then I've never even earned mine. Hey, I'm older than you, remember? (laughs) It's okay. Um, anyway, so, yeah. Pumping iron, photo book... This guy's dumb, so it's funny. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyway, all right. Back to Dorothy and Rose are talking about, you know, their kids won't want them. Their kids don't want them now, so who knows if they'll want them when they're old. And um, Blanche comes in. She comes in the kitchen, and she's, like, telling them about her her date and that he didn't want a lover. He wanted a mother. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's so sad, you know, and they're ta- trying to make her feel better. And um, <laughs> and she says, she says, I, it, I feel like I'm over 40. And Dorothy goes, it's because you're over 50. <laughs> and what, is, what does Blanche say? She says she's over 50 and she says over 50 and over the hill or something like that. Something like that. And... You know, and, and, and Blanche is like, you know, age is just a number, or did I say Blanche? I meant Dorothy, if I yeah. said, didn't say Dorothy. Okay, Dorothy's telling her age is just a number, she's still, she's still got her looks and a couple bucks in the bank and her health and all this stuff, and, you know, she'll get back out there, you know. There's other fish in the sea, that kind of, all that kind of stuff, like, don't worry, you're still hot, you can do this, or whatever, kind of pep talk sort of thing. And, um... Not so much of a pep talk as, like, a lecture. Because Dorothy's kind oh, of, like, yeah, fed up. Oh, yeah, a little bit of a lecture, Blanche's yeah. attitude That's true. It, it was all. more of a lecture. It was yeah. sort of the teacher voice. Um, but, and you know, she, at first, because before she can get it all out, Blanche is all like, well, you should tell that to my thighs, you know. Feeling sorry for herself. Yeah, and just, and, you know. And finally, like... Because it was kind of just sort of the little pep talk. And then finally, that's when Dorothy, like, really gets mad and then mm-hmm. is, like, lecture. And she's like, well, Rose and I aren't going to sit here and let you feel sorry for yourself. We're out of here. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> she's all like, bye, Felicia. Um, right. And they head out. <laughs> and then we end on Blanche going, hmm, you know, she's right. And then, yeah. of course, she wasn't thinking. You could tell that Blanche wasn't thinking, she's right about me feeling sorry for herself. She was thinking, she's right. I do have my looks and a couple yeah. bucks in the bank and my health, you know. Like. And I love that <laughs> moment. I love how it just, it, Blanche just suddenly stops feeling bad for herself. Yeah. She realizes she's got, you know, she's got her looks and her money and her status and all that. Oh, and whatever, that, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I like, and I it, like that moment that she just turned around and she's like, yeah, okay. All right then. Yeah, I got this. I'm good. We're good. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So, in this episode, did you even write? You didn't even put anything down either. 
Nope, um, we didn't talk about it. Looks like oh, we're figuring out the awards as we go. Usually we do talk about the awards. <laughs> oh, I was too hungry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, okay, so best shoulder pads. Oh, I've got a good oh, one. Yes. And you can disagree. Okay. But I think it should go to Blanche in her workout outfit. That is so disgustingly 80s. Oh, right. She's got the like tights super, under the like, leotard. And, and everything. Oh, yes. it's awesome. Yes. It's bright colors. Right. And... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do that. Um. All right. The best zinger. Uh, there were a couple good ones, oh, sort of at ones. Blanche's expense. Oh, yeah. Or then at Rose's expense for being a, a jerk to her mom. Yeah. Um, let's see. What I think <laughs> I don't know. I think I want to go with Dorothy though, saying that she tell it because it wasn't really a zinger, but it was her telling Blake the truth that she's actually over fifty. I thought that was pretty. Oh, good. that was a good one. Yeah, um, I agree. But I don't know. You think that's a good one? We'll go with that. I liked. The dog ears one. Oh yes, oh yes. No, let's give it to Dorothy for uh, saying what in dog ears yeah. about Blanche being five years younger. Yeah, that's good. All right, and Saint Olaf Award. Like, okay, a couple, but you know, Alma told the story about her and Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blanche told the story about her and Andy Griffith. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, and somewhere, and I wrote this down as a reference, they ca- talked about Sil- Sidney Sheldon, and I didn't read that. Something about her- Blanche's life being like a Sidney Sheldon novel or something, and he wrote like sort of romancy, suspensey books, kind of like a Nicholas Sparks or something. But when I looked him up, I found out that he wrote I Dream of Jeannie and the Patty Duke Show, and if you don't know either one of those, you can look them up. <laughs> I know one of those. Okay. Patty Duke is Sean Astin's mom. By the way. Oh, see, thank you for clarifying the one I didn't know that yeah. you just knew that I didn't the know Patty that one. The Patty Duke Show, yes, <laughs> Patty Duke Show. Okay, I will explain this one because it was a ridiculous premise. Wait, it was Sean Astin's mom. Yes, neat. It was basically the Patty Duke Show was basically Parent Trap. She played twins, but they were cousins, identical cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. Yes. <laughs> and now I have the song in my head. They look. They look alike. They talk alike. Sometimes they even act alike. Something like that. They're a crazy pair. Yes. Um. Anyway, so you know, she was like a teenager or whatever then. Um. Yes. Um. <laughs> I totally got derailed for Patty Duke, but I forgot about Sydney Sheldon. My mom read Sydney Sheldon books, so that always made sense to me. So I knew what it was. Anyway. Um. Yes, um, St. Olaf story. I want to give it to Blanche because of her telling, because her telling of the Andy Griffith story just the was way she told so it. dramatic. Yes. Because, you know, Alma telling about Ben, it was just sort of a story, but yeah. like, Blanche telling the, this story in a way that she believed it herself. Yes, and because, you know, she's told this story with other, with different circumstances, circumstances you know, and different <laughs> people and everything, but she's just so convicted and like dramatic and oh Andy Griffith you know kind of thing and so and her doing the voice her doing the Andy Griffith voice and everything it was great (laughs) yep (laughs) 
Asking for the cuticle scissors. Oh, I love it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to give... So, we've got two for Blanche and one for Dorothy. That's eh, not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what what do you rate this? Uh, I always like to let you go first and you can kind of give me your... Um, I'm going to give this one two cheesecakes. Okay. It's not really a memorable episode to me. Right. Um, it was good. I had fun watching it, but just two. All right. I have to agree. I mean, I kind of want to get, I feel bad, so I want to give stuff like .5, you know, like <laughs> 2.5 or whatever. Um, but it's like, it's not one that I think about, and when it's like, oh, let's watch the one about Blanche dating the younger guy, or, uh, you know, yeah, uh, Rose's mom coming. I don't even think about that they're the same one, but there's good stuff in it. Yeah. And I feel like it's still better than... You know, best episode of Jersey Shore or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Someone out there might the like two. that show, but and I'm that's sorry, fine. I respect. That. I, I like my dumb people being fake, um, <laughs> being imaginary, fictional. That is not indeed like the kind of fake that they are in there. Um, <laughs> Ayo! Yikes! Um, <laughs> Speaking of zingers, yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so next time we're going to watch The Heart Attack. Uh, So thank you for listening and join us then. And thank you for being a friend. Thank you for listening to Picture It Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash pictureitpod. And follow us on Twitter at pictureitpod. And check us out on Tumblr at pictureitpodcast.tumblr.com. Or send us an email to picture it podcast at gmail.com.